Seriously, I'm on D5. A quick recap. The ship is under attack, and I need you guys to roll for initiative. Triple damage is just 45. 45 damage? Okay, I am unconscious. So Belgemark turns to plug with nothing but rage in his eyes and attacks. 18 to hit. Uh, Belgemark spends two side points to use knockback. You get a strength saving throw. <gasps> <laughs> That is a natural one. He is knocked back 20 feet. Nick, what's 20 feet behind Slug? I seem to see only about three feet until the edge of the ship, so maybe next time he shouldn't stab me. And he flies off the edge of the ship. Well done. Bye, Slug. That's the end of my turn. Nick's panicking. Look at his face. He wasn't expecting that. You all leveled to level three. I'd like to cast Spare the Dying on Scourge. Malgor places his boot on his throat and he says, Say his name, Bane. Bilgemark, level three. What's up? Oh, you want to know what I get at level three? Yeah, I want to know what makes Bilgemark. Isn't it more three? fun if we keep it a secret and then the DM is <sighs> shocked and horrified yeah. with a new ability? This part is actually us just revealing everything to you because you don't know. Uh, you know, the thing is, after last session, I have to read your character sheets. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you should have read our character sheets. <laughs> it's especially difficult for a psionic because it's so complicated. I just, you know, I w- Obviously, Captain Plug wouldn't have known, but as a DM, I would have known, and it's like, ooh, do I metagame as the DM in that case? Do I not put myself in that position? Because I do have fun fighting with you guys tactically and against you guys, but I'm kind of glad I didn't see that coming because now I'm not going to see anything coming, you know? Um, but, you know, if you if you want to hide something from me, you know, or make me go look it into it, great. But if you want to just give me the high points of level three, because I'm assuming a lot of us have those. Sure. Uh, so level three, I get this thing called psionic resilience. Uh, so at the start of every turn, uh, I gain temporary hit points equal to my intelligence modifier. Wait a minute. Every turn forever? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. What? So at the start of my turn, the start of each of my turns, I get temporary hit points equal to my intelligence modifier. It doesn't mean that I get I like a balloon to like infinity hit points. It just means that I always have. It's like heroism. Yeah, so I get an extra three hit points uh, all the time. Okay, okay, but what is the requirement? Is this just a "fuck you" on Bilgemark type thing? Yes, it is for being part of the Order of the Immortal uh, Mystic like subclass or whatever. That's bullshit, and I don't like it. Let me switch my microphone so I could curse. I mean, the other thing that I have that's from the order that I constantly forget to use is that at the second level, every time I spend side points, I can gain hit points back equal to how many I spent. But I always forget to do it. And so far, it's not been a lot anyway, because it's always like I spend one or two side points at a time. But I could be getting like one or two hit points back each time I do that. That's in character, Ryan. Bilgemark believes he can't die. Why would he bother regenerating? Yeah, why do I need to heal? You're actually immortal. I just, you know, and I have no idea why you keep saying 
Bilge Marks Mortal. But I'm finally starting to understand, and I don't like it. It's literally my subclass is like, this is what he is. He is based on trying to uh, perfect his, uh, you know, body-mind connection and be an ultimate creature. So anyway. This is ridiculous. Uh, so I also balloon from six total side points to 14. Uh, so now really? after, you know, a long rest or whatever, I have 14 points that I can spend. That's more than doubling in one level. It is. Uh, I, uh, the total that I can spend at once, the cap goes from two to three. So on all these abilities that say like I can spend one to seven side points, I can now spend up to three of them. Uh, at a time. You're level three. Yep. I'm level three. Uh, and then I got a new uh, discipline as well. So, uh, so far I've had three different disciplines, uh, which are basically like every time I've used one of those, um, like that thing that gives me plus five to strength checks or the thing that knocks, uh, that knocked Captain Plug off of the ship. Um, all of those abilities were part of one specific discipline that I think was called like uh, brute force or something. It's like basically a you know a strength based discipline. Um, I have one that's like uh, like corrosion, poison, acid based, uh, which I have. Changes at will? No, 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 no. They're like okay. things that you unlock, and um, when you unlock them, it gives you like three to five abilities or something uh, that you can spend side points on that are all part of that theme. Um, so the one that I just got uh, is about, uh, it's like uh, the giant growth dis- discipline or something, which cool. gives me uh, this skill called giant growth where I can focus on it and my reach increases by five feet. So I can just always have 10-foot reach if I wanted to, but it would take away one AC because right now I'm no. always focusing on my um, my like one AC oh, no. version of that. Uh, and then I also get this thing called Ogre Form, which uh, gives me 10 more temporary hit points uh, and my melee damage increases and my reach also increases even more. Uh, and then... What is your total reach at this point in your life? I mean, if I have Ogre Form active and I change my psychic focus to giant growth, it would be 15 feet. And you become large. Yeah, and I become large. Which, uh, later on down the line with this discipline, uh, some of these things have like abilities that only cost seven side points, so you can't actually use them until like your super high level or whatever until you're Um, able to because you can only use three right now right yeah so this also comes with eventually a thing called giant form which gives me 30 temporary hit points and my melee damage increases and i get 10 foot extra reach and i become huge which who knows if that's a problem on a ship but we will reach that when we get to it okay so literally i'm not going to be able to kill you is that what I'm... If you become I mean, huge, can we use you as a makeshift ship? I mean, I am a turtle, so... Wait, can you... How long? It's only for one minute. 
Okay, one minute. But I mean, you know, you never know when you need <laughs> one money. minute might be for the boarding party. Everyone yeah. get on board, Bilgemark. Or Bilgemark just oh, gets on the other idea. ship and turns huge. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, uh, I've never in my life seen such a dramatic change in one level before yeah, level five. Mystics are wild classes. So yeah, cool. Well, uh obviously immortal uh and that's not fair at all <laughs> i'm gonna kill you first hopefully uh let me uh, you just... had a chance to veto this class when we made these characters so nope, nope. this is, on this you. is my bed i made it hard and i'm gonna lay in it so i i'm finally a swashbuckler Yo uh, i was just a rogue before so i got something called rakish audacity uh which basically when Anybody who I attack in a round, I can move away from, and they can't take a uh, uh, an attack of opportunity against me for that round or until the for, end of my turn. For like, um, you don't have to activate that. That's just a a thing. Yeah, so you know, I can disengage as a bonus action now, or I could before. Now mm-hmm. I just have to. If I attack, it I don't have to hit. I just have to attack. If I attack somebody, they can't take an attack of opportunity for me. Okay. Um, I also add my charisma modifier to my initiative rolls. What's your uh, charisma so, modifier? Um, it is. I think I have an 18 charisma. Nice. Maybe I have a 16 charisma. Nice, nice, nice. I have an 18 charisma, so it's plus four. Okay. Cool. So my initiative wow. is like. Always going to be plus four. Plus four, wow. plus my proficiency bonus. This is a lot. This is a lot. Uh, and, hopefully. <clears throat> The challenges can rise to the occasion. And then I have I got a, a feat or not a feat, but an ability called fancy footwork. Uh which if oh I I mix those two up. So fancy footwork is the one that allows me to run away without uh, an attack of opportunity. Swashbuckler stuff. Yeah. Uh Rakish Audacity allows me to um I get sneak attack as long as I am, or as long as I'm finding someone and nobody else is within five feet of me. So, like... Wait, no one else is in no friendlies, or... Does no creature is within five feet of you. So is it a range sneak attack? Uh, no. No, no, no. So, I gain an additional way to use my sneak attack. I don't need advantage on the attack roll to use my sneak attack against a creature. If I'm within five feet... And no other creature is within five feet okay. of me. No I think it's like a creature. it's like a duel kind of thing. Like yeah. if he's one on one against something, mm-hmm. then he gets sneak attack. Yeah. But it could be like if someone's next to him and then I take the diagonal to him, mm-hmm. right? I could still mm-hmm. attack him, but then I'd be without a, outside of five or er, five feet. Okay. So basically I'm always gonna have a sneak attack because if someone if one of us is within five feet or is attacking the creature too, then I get sneak attack. Or if I'm if I can maneuver a way to be the only person within five feet, then mm. I also get sneak attack. Okay. Wow. 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 So you're going to be really up in that front line from here on out. That's good. Someone needs to be. I mean, Bilgemark is going to be the entire front line, but at least you'll be doing a lot more damage with the sneak attacks. Sneak yeah. attacks. I think my sneak attack still has the same stupid one d. One d six. Yeah. I mean, that's that's still. An extra D6, you know? Unless you roll a 1 like you typically do. Oh, it's 2D6 now. I gained a die. 
Okay, well, that's significant. Yeah. That's a lot of extra damage. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, Malagor, tell us about it. Very underwhelming <laughs> relative to everybody else. Malagor was Paladin 1, Cleric 1, and he took Cleric 2, which does not grant any amazing new abilities or a power spike. He basically gets some extra level 1 spells and then channel divinity. So I'm curious because I have no clue. Which one has the larger hit dice? Is it the cleric? It's no. Paladin. Paladin. Two, two extra hit points per level. Okay. 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 But I mean, your reason for multiclassing has to pay off at some point. Eventually. At the pace of this campaign, no, sometime towards the end of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It is a, a slow leveling crawl. Yeah, there, uh, there are yeah. some nice complementary abilities once you get uh, probably level eight. Okay, but you'll also just have like a nice next level, right? Because then you'll, assuming you take cleric next, then you get your big yeah. like power spike yeah. for the cleric at least. And I think I forget um, if it's three or four for paladin, but there's a power spike there as well. I think it's three. I think it's also three. And I, yeah, so well, you'll get both power spikes. That's how multiclassing works, right? You'll get. Yeah, but I'll have to be level six, and I'll have three in cleric and three in paladin. That's true, but the rest of your crew isn't going to be having very large power spikes until six anyway. Yep. Okay. Speaking of power wow. spike, what that's what you say. Uh, yeah. Great. Cool. Cool. Awesome, guys. That's the exactly mere mortals in the crew won't have power spikes. Bilgemark, who knows? Bilgemark, the undying. Well, someone did get a lot more powerful, and I'm looking at her. I didn't get that much more powerful. Um, so pretty much I just got another sorcery point, which I only have three sorcery points, so I don't understand how psi points work because what the fuck, 14 at level three? <laughs> like, So I have three I sorcery points. I like my points. spell slots, basically. All right. I did. I got another spell slot. So I just got to... I just switched out all my spells, too. Not all of them, but I kept some of them. And yeah. then... What is what would my other oh and then I got to pick two meta magic things that I can use my sorcery huge. points on, which is huge. Yeah, uh, we neglected to. There's more meta magic, but I don't think you would be interested in the other ones. But we'll talk about. I it like after. the ones that I chose. Yeah. So so now I have different things that I can use my sorcery points for rather than just create a spell slot. You want to talk about those? One of them is just twin spells, so I can use a sorcery point to hit two people rather than one. And then the other one is quicken spell. What does that do again? Oh, so I can um I can like do a bonus action. So I can like cast a spell as a bonus action too. Which is That's huge. Cool. And David, you look confused. Let me clarify. Uh she can use two spells in one turn, but one of them has to be a cantrip. One of them does have to be a cantrip. Because I was like, oh, yeah. bitch, you out here just using two fireballs? Is that is that what's up these days? But no. One of them has to be a cantrip, and the other has to be a proper spell, and then she can use that. Um, just like that. I Which thought, is fine for this yeah. level, though, because I don't even have that many actual spells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, meta magic's pretty awesome. I always love sorcery. Wild magic sorcerer, I think, is the most ridiculous, but rolling that d20 never seemed to work. Well, good, guys. Uh, at level three, I got nothing. As a matter of fact, I lost my... Uh, my boss, my boss monster, um, Captain Plug, and Master Scourge. Um, so I didn't gain anything at all. So that really sucks for me. Um, we gained some loot, though, too, right? 
You have did we, gain some loot, yeah. Have we talked yeah, about the loot? Did yeah. Craig die before we gained loot? Wait, wait, what'd you say? Who died? Did Craig, Craig died. Uh, did Craig we... die? So where Craig died, let me explain for everybody listening, because I think we've just been saying hi, Craig, without explaining who the hell Craig is. Craig is our recording um, program, and um, his name is Craig. He comes into Discord, and he records sometimes. Now, last episode, there was a scheduled maintenance maintenance that I didn't pay attention to and so craig shut down during that maintenance and now he's much better he's a much better bot um the website's been updated it's pretty awesome um shout out to craig um whoever we should probably give them credit at some point um they have patreon it's pretty awesome i pay a dollar a month because i'm a benevolent dm um but he did shut off on us at a very pivotal moment and that's the moment we're going to be picking up from. All right, sound test. Here we go. Whip crack. Yeah, that was a quieter whip crack. Okay, we're good. Mm -hmm. Are you smiling because I'm making a fool of myself? Okay. I love that other people can see you now, too. Yeah, it's great. I love it, too. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay, guys. Think it's the top deck, Craig. Perfect. We good? Oh, there's a lot to hash out here. Now, under orders from Morales, you guys took over a Rahadumi ship. Plug was appointed the captain in order to sail it to Port Peril, put it up for sale. You know, make everybody a little bit richer, everybody being just Morales, since he is the captain. Uh, but Captain Plug had other ideas. And together with his new first mate, Master Scourge, he plotted behind the scenes, and you guys were privy to that conversation. Whispers of mutiny started to propagate, but before any actual plan was put into motion, the ship was attacked by a half-octopus, half-goblin monstrosity called Grindelows. You guys didn't skip a beat, as I thought you might, you know, being as unplanned as you are, and you went straight into battle. And things got dicey, but only for a moment, as Captain Plug's confirmed crit was redirected at Bilgemark. I thought I was a genius for that, and I thought that I would get my first at least character and consciousness, or death, maybe. Um, but instead of going quietly, Bilgemark said some very choice words, expended a few stupid key points, and forced Plug to make a save or be pushed off into reef shark-infested waters. I stared at that screen for a little bit, and I saw that little button that said saving throw, and I thought, what's the worst that could happen? Plug rolled a natural one, and the last thing Bilgemark saw was his surprised facial expression, in addition to mine, as he vanished overboard. The fight turned very quickly after that, and the threat was quelled. Malagor, uh, Misty Step, which is something that I didn't even know that Malagor had. Maybe I should really start uh, reading. That's the second or third time he's used it. You know what, Aiden? I just I I see Malagor and I just you know get lost in his dreamy eyes. And now I see you on the screen. And I'm just not going to be paying attention to these things. But now, now I know about push from Bilgemark, and I know about Missy Step, and I'm going to learn something about Stone today. I'm sure, and I'm sure you know Lilith is going to finally hit one of those lures one of these days. You did hit it last time. You did. I think you were the one who officially downed uh, Master Scourge. Uh, or Grindelow. I don't know. You did something. You did something in his very form. Um, and I think where we we last left off 
well, last, where last Craig left off, I should say, was somebody had a boot on the neck of a newly resurrected Master Scourge. You just brutally cut off his hand, and I, I believe he was saying something like, <laughs> Hand! Uh, and he looks up at you, Malagor, and he says, I'll never say his name. You and Bane can both take a long walk off a short plank. If you think for one second Captain Plug will let you live, you're wrong. And if by some feat of luck you beat him, Morales will wham! Malagor's great axe comes flying down and cleaves, cleaves Scourge's head in two. Scourge, you are a crude mockery of what a tyrant should be. Say hello to the most terrible tyrant of all when your soul reaches Avalas. And with that, the combat ends. And you guys are on a ship without a captain, taking on water, not really going anywhere at this point. Yeah, is Stone downstairs? I believe so. Yeah, Stone, right. actually, you were delegating at this point. Craig didn't really pick that up, but yeah, Stone went downstairs and was delegating people to start um, doing what they can to stop the ship from sinking. Um, and they're doing, a, you know, they're doing a, a good job. You guys are underwater yet. Uh, and we learned that we hit a reef. Yes, yes. Which means that there may be land nearby. Yes, and the storm is clearing, but it's late. It's late. Uh, we are now into toil day, I believe, um, which is the equivalent of Tuesday. I don't see the... Yeah, there it is, yeah, at the very top, 10th of Serenith, uh, the year 4712 of our Lord Bane. Um, so, yeah, it is. it is wee hours of the morning here. And you guys did fail your perception checks, but, you know, once the sun comes out, things will be a lot more clear. We did clear. fail them? Uh, I yeah, remember us rolling you, a lot of 20s last time. Two of you were asked to make perception checks, um, and you failed them horribly. Yes, 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 yes. But, I mean, the battle's done now, and the ship is yours. So Stone will um, run back up top and um, explain... Um, it appears that we have hit uh, the coral reef, and I believe that we will need to search for safer waters while we fix the ship. Could someone see if they can see land anywhere? And then I guess he'll make a perception, and he invites everybody else to make a perception check as well. Can we all make one? Yeah, you guys are all up there. And you can take a breath now. So let's make some perception checks. I'll unpause the game proper. Uh, Belgium Mark rolls a 14. 17. 7. Mm, Malagor 11. Most of you guys can make out that indeed with Reef comes land. And you are now very, very close to a before Unseen Island. How did you miss it in the storm? I guess you guys were way more occupied, not paying attention to the sea. But yes, there it's a sizable island. It's a very sizable island. Um, what, I occupied? Would, like, is there... Uh, you can see the shore, uh, especially with uh, that 17 stone. But we can't see, like, a port or something? 
stone well you you with your you can see in the dark too you have you have dark vision there seems to be some structures on the shore yes yes indicative of you know i guess intelligent life i would say that you could see maybe a, a house of some sort multiple little uh dwellings um not any sort of dock big enough for your ship, especially because your ship's not going anywhere. But at this time of day, the tide is going out. So, you know, you, although the ship is hold, you might not have that much of an issue for at least a little bit. Um, but that, that's what you're able to notice. What do you do with that information? It's still dark out. I suggest that we head towards the island over there. Maybe not for the civilization, but find some quiet place where we can do our uh, repairs unhindered. Great. So let's let's do it then. And uh, I'll walk up to the... Um, wheel and crank us over there and then we'll sail that way cool so as you get to the wheel and you crank it you realize that you're stuck on a reef um and you're not really going anywhere you are you are stuck on this reef um you are not going to be able to move the ship at least not right now under the situation that you're in um yeah ship's not moving I guess I uh, misunderstood what it meant yeah. to hit the reef. Yeah, let me uh, let me be a little more specific. You hit a reef, <laughs> and, and you and you cannot move. Oh. The ship is not going anywhere, and the situation. So is I guess getting... we won't sink either, then. Exactly. Yeah. So the situation's getting worse in the in the idea that you can't move, but it's also kind of getting better because you're not going to sink if there's no water. Somebody has to trundle down and have a look I think are there any like uh, what do they call them escape boats like small uh, dinghies or anything are we beached Nick you, you said there's no water are we beached yes yes the tide is low enough at this point that if you put a boat down there the boat's gonna get stuck you know what I mean you're gonna you, you could walk it's a land bridge at this point Man, this shit is like Valheim all over again. Yeah. yeah Wait, yeah, so yeah. didn't Owlbear and Sandara get taken like after we got hit? Or after we um, got stuck? Right before you guys got stuck. Yeah. You so, I mean. On like the land? I, don't <laughs> know. I think maybe they're over there. <laughs> well, I think that we should definitely check. Uh, yeah. Oh. Do I know how common reef sharks are in this area? Uh, you know for a fact that every single body of water in this campaign is going to contain reef sharks. But, let me be clear, you're beached and reef sharks can't breathe on land. If the situation is not getting any worse, it is 1 a.m. We've got four or five hours till daylight where we'll be able to see very clearly where there is land and how deep the water is. Yeah, so we can we could rest. I'm fine resting. Are we resting on the ship or on the land? On the I don't want to go on land. I want to go on the ship. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Is there a... Does anyone have a good sense of nature? Is there, say, knowledge... Nature, Somewhat, yeah. Nature check high enough where they can check to see how long it'll be until the tide rises? Sure, I I can do that. Yeah, go ahead and roll a nature check. Uh, 15. So the tide goes in cycles very similar to the cycles in real life. Um, you have two low tides in a 24-hour period, and you have two high tides. You've got about six hours uh, until the next high tide, but then, I mean, Stone has ordered a few people to really be on you know, the, the keeping the ship afloat. Um, now, whether or not they're going to be able to do that for however long because of spell slots or exhaustion, um, you don't really know. I think everyone deserves a rest at this point if you guys are really planning on leaving the ship. And then, who knows what happens when there's water here? Because, you know, maybe you guys get attacked again. There's a lot of different things that could go wrong here. Um, but if you rest now the tide shouldn't be a problem. Do we need to address the lack of captain to the rest of the crew before we go to sleep? Oh, that's, don't ask me. I'm just the DM. Well, maybe we should discuss that among ourselves before we take a, and take a unified message down to the rest of the crew. Um... <clears throat> So, as I saw it, uh, Bilgemark kicked Captain Plug off of the deck, so it's his to accept. But I will say that if he, if he does not wish to be captain, I would take on that mantle. As a man of the cloth, I am inherently qualified for the role of captain. I was not aware that anyone else saw me do that. But yes, he attacked me mid-battle, and I dealt with him swiftly. And no one is uh, faulting you for doing such a thing, but I just wanted to point it out that it was seen. And I have no desire to be captain of this ship. Neither do I. For the record. Well, seeing as I, I have been a pirate, and I'm continuing to be a pirate, I do think that that would be the best for the job. Pebbles, you don't have the stones to be captain of this ship. Have I told you why I became a pirate? Does it matter? Have I told you why I became a man of the cloth? Uh, no, but I think that that matters even less. You seem to be, um, focused on your deity and the fact that uh, those who follow Bane seek out power. Well, 
I grew up um, not terribly far from here, and uh, as a younger boy, I uh, had a number of obstacles in the form of this unwanted classmate of mine who uh, well was a little better than I may have been and um, he challenged me at one point and that uh, wouldn't do so I took him out to gain the power that I was seeking out um, I believe that well, I let's just say I do not want that to happen uh, in in this instance. And do you threaten me, Pebbles? I would never threaten. Um, I simply let I'll just simply let you know uh, what has happened and what is likely to happen. So, as I said, I believe that I would be the best person to captain this ship. Already, a flock, our flock for Bane grows. Soon, we will lead this ship. Yes, I, I mean, under my captaincy. I am t- completely fine with your flock growing. It is not enough for the flock to grow. I shall be the one to lead this ship. Perhaps we discussed this at a separate time. Uh, we did have a very long day and I'm very tired. We may discuss my captainship at a later time when we are not in such dire straits. Yes, I agree. We will discuss what I shall do as captain. Um, I hope we all sleep soundly tonight. Lilith well, walks up to Bilgemark and says, who have you got your money on, Bilgemark? Probably Stone, because I don't think Malagor is much of a fighter. Yes, I think we've seen more fighting from Stone, but I guess we'll see. It's very exciting. Excuse me, I hope I'm not interrupting. You guys see Shavika come to the top deck, drenched in water. We cannot sustain this for long. The tide is low. We won't be flooding right now. If we are going to rest, we need to do it soon. I can use the ruined barrels downstairs to patch around the reef, but we will need a proper amount of hardwood to repair the hull and time to perform the mending. Another ship's wood would be ideal, but I will take what I can get. My only goal is to keep this ship from sinking, and it would be helpful if I had the supplies to do so. Which one of you is captain now? Well... I am. That is still up for debate, but I assure you that I have found out that there is an island uh, near to here. Yes, this is very clear to me too as i can also which, as uh, i also have dark vision and which, the island is right there which uh, as you can see uh is full of hardwood 
so we shall travel there after a rest to uh, salvage whatever timber we need and repair the ship. Excellent. I will go back to it. You guys also, Shivika. Yes. I, I too do not know how you found out that Captain Plug is no more, but you might as well tell the rest of the crew that I killed him. So mm. go ahead and do yes. that. I did not see him, and you guys are free to speak, so I could only assume that in the battle something might have happened to Master Scourge and Captain Plug. And it makes me very sad to see such death, but I will serve whatever captain comes next. I will go back down and tell the rest of the crew. Okay. No, he's back. He's still here. You're still talking to him, so go ahead. I would keep the door closed uh, that has uh, Badger and Mahim and, and Jack Scrimshaw. The small child, you want yes. him excellent. Well, I will keep the small child in with the old frail woman and the very loyal pirate, Mahim. And I will do what I can. Am I free to go? Yes. The ship needs me. And he walks away. Are there any very loyal pirates we should be worried about? Loyal to... Okay. Who? To somebody other than the four of us. I believe those are the people that Stone just recommended be locked in their room. Excellent. It was a very captain-like move that he just made. <laughs> I mean, let's just let's get let's get to bed. Uh, they can stay locked in their room. They need know nothing. And we shall discuss this um, matter in the morning when we're a little more rested and have our heads about us. Lilith walks by and whispers, Yes, Captain. As she goes to bed. Uh, okay, so, point of contention. Who's sleeping in the captain's quarters? I think Malagor and Stone are sharing a bed. Yeah, I think that we're both, <laughs> we're both, we both walk in there. Okay. Um, okay. Ilchmark, Lilith, where are you guys sleeping? There's precedent in for co-captains in this campaign, right? Mm. There's a first officer position, yes, that we could, I guess, you know, hijack and make it uh, co-captain. A first officer is co-captain, yes. Yeah. Uh, co-captain to the ca- or first officer to the assistant. captain. Assistant. Assistant yes. to the captain. Or, <laughs> or assistant captain. Yes, yes. Assistant to the assistant uh, captain. Uh, Bilgemark, Lilith, I assume you guys go below deck and find some place to sleep where it's not wet now. Stone. Stone is very cuddly at nighttime. Well, fur. I am furry. You might not have to, because oddly enough, Captain Plug never slept in that bed. Mm-mm. Only Kalki. Um, and she is in the room, asleep, as she always is. But there is a beautiful woven hammock, and it is shining. It's very, very gold. Um, I need both of you guys to make an arcana check. Yes, I have, a, as a rogue, I'm well 
versed in Arcana. I would hope so. As well versed as a natural 20. Oh, oh shit. Wow. In stone, you, you rolled an 18. I rolled an 18, okay. yeah. Malagor, this beautiful site is something that you're very familiar with. This luxurious silk hammock embroidered with gold thread and gold fringed tassels is a hospitality's hammock. Sleeping in it will give you an advantage on your next save, attack, anything. And you only need to sleep in it for four hours to regain all of your hit points, all of your spell slots. So four hour rest becomes an eight hour rest. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Now climbing in and out of the hammock is a full round action, but I mean, I don't think you guys are gonna be doing it in the middle of battle. Um, Stone, why don't you take the bed as befits a captain and I'll take this old hammock. Stone, you see that it's glowing gold. It doesn't look old at all. My 18 didn't get me that knowledge. Oh no, it did. Okay. It did. Yeah, no, you okay. know what it is. Uh, very well. Uh, first, I do understand your deity, and I do understand the need for power that comes with your church. And I, you should know that I am going to take this. I am going to seize the power that has been presented to me. And though you may um, protest feebly, just know that it is my captaincy. I need you to look at me. I need you to look at me now. I am the captain now. Do you seek Bane's blessings, Stone? I believe that that may be the best way to achieve my goals, yes. It is not uncommon for the unscrupulous to petition for Bane's aid when seeking to seize power. However, in this instance, I shall be the one... Huh. What? Stone, have you seen that black cat before? Malagor points at a black cat that's carrying a live rat in its mouth that runs across the entryway to the captain's cap that he's never seen before. I did not remember seeing a cat, aside from me, of course. A black cat with unmistakably green eyes is a favored and unholy animal of the black church. Such a clear sign. You have been chosen, anointed by Bane for captainship. It is my sacred duty to be the spiritual shepherd of this motley crew as ship's chaplain, and I will bring glory to Bane through the subjugation of our enemies. As I said, dread brother, uh, your flock shall grow as a result of what happened tonight. Such a clear sign from Bane himself. Unusual. Still, one mystery persists. Why did the favored animal carry a live rat? Perhaps there is someone who is uh, untrustworthy. Aside from those who we already know are untrustworthy. Yes, yes. 
I think you're right. Perhaps Bane is telling us that there's a rat amongst the crew. Yes, I, I... In time, I believe we'll be able to... You guys hear a knock at the door. Did you guys see that cat? Brother, I did. You know what that means. It's an omen. I know the omens well. All right, we have well. a new captain, I think. Captain Stone. And we welcome into the fold of our church. His will be done. He doesn't open the door. You guys hear him walk away. Gavin, if you didn't gather that. I gathered that. Um, so now that that is through, I believe you are in my quarters. Oh, how abrupt. <laughs> yes, Captain, I will retire to the officer's quarters. Uh, sure, there, we did lock three people in there, so maybe, maybe you, Bilgemark, and Lilith will take your rightful place tomorrow after that ugliness is dealt with. Yes. We'll need to find a more appropriate place for them. I hope we're not talking about killing children, just to be sure. I agree, especially the child. He what do you got to do with the child in the captain's cabin? He's our friend. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to, Yeah, Aiden's not talking about... Old Jack Screamshaw! You're talking about the child or in the cocky? Bed. Oh. Uh, she, I do not care what happens to her. She can exist as she pleases, whether on the ship or not on this ship. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm awake. I can hear you. Don't worry, you can go back to sleep. You, in fact, I mean, you can stay here if you want, but I'm going to be taking this sweet hammock. Uh, All right, good night. Okay. Malagar wholeheartedly approves of you taking the captain's cabin like that. That is exactly what a tyrant should do. Yeah. All hail, David. Stone. Stone. Boulder. Boulder. (laughs) All right, well, um... Inspiration dice for both of you. There you go. Beautiful. I like how last episode you were like, I'm not giving out inspiration dice anymore. <laughs> and now you're like, inspiration dice for two people immediately. Quick, look, look. Everyone recorded in your journal. Oh, I yes. already have one from last episode. Yeah, you know what? We should actually make an inspiration dice journal on Foundry. Ryan, if you could do that for me, I'm going to create a journal entry. You guys are able to see this let's see we can just add them to our character sheet though what do we need a journal for true there is a journal in the character sheet okay please add your inspiration dice appropriately and i'll check them um yeah no i like to encourage things like that that was beautiful especially the black cat look at you doing your homework with the rat in the mouth look at you hacking my computer <laughs> to do your homework oh i know you there is a rat amongst them i'm gonna as have to lock my computer there. i see a rat in my house right now are you fucking telling them about what i'm doing here no but try me i will okay, good. i'm about to put a password on there he has been asking me all week who's gonna be captain what's going hunter on hunter one two three is my password 
Sure. I know all your passwords. We have the same. Yeah, I'm going to actually edit that. All of that out. Yeah. Anyway, you guys sleep soundly. Uh, for the record, I enter my shell to go to sleep tonight. Mm, okay. You could say you tuck into your shell. Tucks right behind Jay. You guys can see his little tank. He's built. Okay, there he is. He's swimming. Yeah. Oh, he's been splashing around yeah. my throat the whole time. Oh, he's ready. He's like, Bill Smart, go! Bill Smart! <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, you guys sleep very, very sound. Well, uh, Stone, you fucking... This is, like, one of the best night's sleep you've ever gotten. You wake up and you are ready to rock. Um, and the next morning comes, and... Do we get a full yeah, long rest? Yeah, you guys get the full long rest here um you guys are now properly level three you have all of your spell slots all of your hp everybody did the max hit points right this is the last level we're doing max hit points so i hope you guys uh really take advantage of that um you are guys gonna roll up? for future levels mm-hmm yep starting here on out i think that's the way we we should do it right i i we're gonna do the the Troy way where you roll and we roll and you take the higher because that's fun. Exactly, yes. Okay. So we will both roll our hit dice. You guys will roll a hit dice. I'll roll a hit dice um, and whoever gets a higher one. And we'll do that, you know, while we're recording just to get that all in there. Um, and I think that that's, it's, you know, it's good because we're not just giving you max and we're giving you two chances to get good rolls. So I think that that's fair and that's how we will do it from here on out. It is seen. It is seen. Um, so the night goes without any sort of violent incursion by Grindelow's. Um, but you wake up, uh, Captain Stone, Captain Stone, you wake up to a, a knocking on your door. It's, it's, it's kind of urgent sounding, just a repeated rapping on the door there. Uh, I'll go and open it up. You see a very short dwarven woman. Um, she's already tired. Looks like she's been working through the night to try to keep maybe the ship afloat or doing something that you, you don't know about. And she says, I'm very concerned about Sandara. Are you going to be going and saving her anytime soon? Or are you going to sleep the day away? Yes, I, uh, uh, I believe that when we get the ship someplace where it won't sink when we're not around, we will definitely be coming back for Sandara and Owlbear. How do you intend to do that now? Well, I guess I don't understand the situation, Nicholas. Well, let me tell you about the situation. Oh, that, that was getting into some Uncle Ron voice there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. Me, let me be very specific. The ship is stuck on a Forever? Roof. Forever. No, not forever. I mean, okay, so you could, you could really finagle your way out of this. If high tide comes you're going to be floating sort of i mean if you can really kind of you know like will we also be sinking in high tide yes you will also be sinking at high tide you'll be floating and sinking at the same time but, but it'll be on the same reef right so we're basically there and we just gotta bucket out water yes, yes so if yes, the four yes. of us go away it, the ship would hopefully be there when we got back it wouldn't be Correct. at the bottom okay if everybody works around the clock 
not everybody, if they like take shifts around the clock, mm-hmm. the ship will still be there. You know, if you, yeah, it, all things considered, the ship will still be there. And if you guys bring back supplies, you will be able to repair the ship. Um, but the ship's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Okay. As a matter of I fact, was... if it sinks, it's only going to like sink so far. You know what I mean? High tide. Oh, so we're that close to shore. You guys are really it's... close to shore. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought we we're out in like, um, you know, twenty feet of water or something. But there's a reef out there that we're on, and that we would like you... it would float away and then sink if we left. No, 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 no. You oh, guys okay. are you guys are stuck. You guys are you guys are pretty stuck right now. Um, and I think Rosie might have something to say about that. If I can summon her voice back. I'm really going to try, now that we have a crew, to get their voices down. Because when I listen to these episodes, I'm sure these voices are going to vary so much. But um, Rosie looks very concerned. She already told us she was concerned about Sandar. And she says, we can't leave them here for long. It's not a great outlook. The trap was too well coordinated. What do you know about Grindelos? Let me help you, Captain. We happened on a reef during an attack. Now we're stuck here. Seems kind of coincidental. Roll the 17 about for nature. Well, that's a really good roll. Let me explain exactly what a Grindelow does. So they come in the night and then they regroup and they're very pack-oriented creatures. If you saw a Grindelow and I was below deck, so I have no idea, kind of turn the wheel towards the reef it seems kind of suspicious if you ask me you believe believe they stranded us here to set a trap this was intentional this was intentional did I hear the Grindelo say talk about the like Queen Grindelo or was that Jay? does this work? does this work that I'm pointing at Bilgemark? no 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 no, this, is, this is me. This is, now, that yeah. way for me, yeah. Bilgemark heard. Okay. Bilgemark heard that guy, but I'm assuming Bilgemark also relayed that information, right? Bilgemark? Sure, yep. I always relay all information that I'm given. There you go. There you go. Unless stated otherwise. I like that. I like that rule. Um, yeah, so you, you do know that there was talk of a Queen Grindelow, and the way Rosie's talking, this is maybe a coordinated effort I do, I, uh, yes I think that right away um, the four officers of this ship will embark to rescue our wanted shipmates who have gone missing well, I hope uh, you do it quick because we won't have long before they're dead and us joining them but let me take some of that captaincy off your shoulders. I'll be the captain while you're gone. No. No. Was it? No? No? Okay. No. Oh, okay. Just taking a shot in the dark there, Captain. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I will decide who will have. Wait. All right. Well, I'm going to go back downstairs and get the water out. Yes. Thank you. Good luck, Captain. Okay. And then I'll, but I'll follow her downstairs to go down and meet up with um, the other three. Yeah, you see that they are absolutely taking shifts. Um, Mahim, or not Mahim, uh, Rosie, Shavika, uh, Gavin's down there, you know, just bucket in water. It looks like Shavika was using some sort of ritual spell to try to keep the water out of there. Um, I was actually talking to Jay about useless cantrips. 
Um, I was just going to say, I'm sitting there. Am I below this? Am I you, down there? You are, I mean, yeah, you, you could. Let's just say I'm down there and I'm using my shape water just to. Okay, I'm just like to help out. I'm staying in one spot, just shaping water five foot okay. at a time. Very good. Five foot cube, which is a lot yeah. if you guys think about it. Um, and I encourage you guys to take those cantrips that you think might be useless. Let me tell you, you don't want to be drinking seawater out here, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do about that. And I'm looking at Aiden. Aiden? Aiden? Other way. Damn it. Aiden? Aiden, I'm looking at yeah. you, Aiden. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Sill is down here. Um, you got Tam, Narwhal, Tate, Tilly is down there. Everyone is, is trying to be as coordinated as can. And it looks like they, they're a pretty well-oiled machine. Like, your crew is really coming together because they don't want to sink or be eaten. Um, so they're really trying to keep things going. Yeah, I'm not sure if you're getting at the Crate or Destroy Water spell, but there's no way I'm expending a spell slot on that. Uh, I'm not getting at the Create or Destroy Water because that's not enough water to really care about, it's right? It's not. It's 10 gallons. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But do you know what is an obscene amount of gallons? Let me see my math. 3,919 gallons of water. Is that like Purify Water or something? That's Purify Water, guys. That is Purify Water. Now, it won't stop you from sinking, but it'll stop you from just going dehyd dehydration, like serious dehydration. Yeah. Yep. It'll, it'll stop you yep. from dehydrating. That's a seriously good spell on the It's seas. a five-foot radius sphere. I did the math. 319, or 3,919 gallons. And, I mean, if you think mm. each sailor is a gallon a day, you could really, really store. A it's a lot of fucking water. Um, and it only takes you 10 minutes. One gallon a day per crew member, you could really help out. Uh, but that doesn't feed the crew. That doesn't feed the crew. And fish guts can only fish out so much at a time. Um, so, yeah, your, your ship is sinking, but there are a lot of other issues for you guys to be to be seeing here. And, Captain, you see that when you go down the deck and you realize that there is some urgency in not only saving your last two crimbers, because, I mean, how are you going to sail a ship when you're two down? You can. It's going to be more difficult. But there is some urgency here we're going to go to the fucking island. Okay. I'm an island boy. Captain, are should, you disembarking? Well, sh we're going to take what's-his-nuts, Mahim, whom I've updated in the thingy. Uh, but we got to get him. And that yeah. may... Mm. Uh, How are you going to do that? Bilgemark. Would you like to open the door and retrieve Mahim for us? Sure. And I go to the door that Shavika had uh, locked for the night, and I open it and check in to see who is in there. You open it, and Jack Scrimshaw is just waiting there, and he looks super annoyed. Oi! It's been too long! Where you been? We've been keeping the ship afloat. Where's Captain Blood? I threw him off the ship in the middle of the ocean. Well, that happened. I'm Jack Scrimshaw. Your voice is very low for a, for a young child. I age quickly. I'm very mature. Nice to meet you. Jack Scrimshaw. Willis puts out her hand and shakes it. He shakes it just vigorously. I'm going to be a pirate. And he just runs past you. 
Um, and you guys see two. Well, as he runs past, I'll grab him and I'll tell him to please assist Shavika and the rest of the crew with bucketing water. Right away, cat boy. He runs downstairs instead of off to be a pirate. Um, and you guys see um, two more people in there. A much older woman who's sitting there mumbling to herself. Um, and then a, uh, you know, a, a, a well-built bit young man. Um, and he's just laying in his hammock, kind of sharpening his knife. You too. You're coming with us to shore. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot of talk. I don't really want to go anywhere. I'm really comfortable here in this hammock. I'm going to walk over and pick him up. Okay, so he struggles quite a bit, but you're huge and you're much bigger than him. He's like, ah, all right, all right, all right. Hey, I can walk. I can walk. I can walk. I can walk. All right, all right, put him down. God, yeah, yeah, that's right. You need to be a little bit more gentle, right? I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about me. All right, where are we going? And you can see that the older woman is still kind of mumbling to herself quietly. And she looks up. She's like, oh, uh, a new captain now, is it? It's not me. Mm, I can see that. You don't have the aura of a captain. Which one of I you is... I picked her up for saying that. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm just uh, I'm just an old woman. Mm, you need to be careful with the goods. I'd make a really good cabin girl for the new captain. All right, I put her down. She kind of hobbles over, and she's like walking towards the door. I'm not one for sure. Can I stay here? No, I believe that yours and Mahim's services are required. Captain Plug only wanted me for my gossip. Little did he know I can do much more than just gossip. He well, underestimated me as well. I can see the sea talks about you and not about him anymore. Are you sure you're not the captain? Oh, I'm sure, just as sure as I am, that Plug is dead. That's interesting. I haven't heard of his death yet. Just wait. And she kind of looks off. I don't hear a thing. Well, you are a crazy old lady, I think, so... That is true. Are we going to shore? Yes. Let's go. Let's be real. Which one of you is the actual captain? I'm confused. Uh, I am your captain. Okay. You, you and Mahim will accompany us to shore. Mahim, okay, let's go. Mahim looks back at her, like just staring daggers. Yeah, alright, let's go. Come on. I know my way to shore. I've walked on land before. Let's come on, let's go. What are we waiting here for? 
He looks very annoyed. Uh, okay, so we go. So you guys get to the top deck, and I'm assuming you're like rappelling down, or are you guys like superhero jumping off and like. How deep is the water? Misty stepping. Misty stepping. Uh, the water is like probably about waist deep at this point. But like if not. I jumped in, would it hurt, or is there enough water to where it yeah. would hurt? Yeah, I mean, if you belly flop, maybe you'll stop it. But like, if you like kind of dive in, you'll probably break your neck. Uh, dive in head first. Lowering one of those rope ladders that are typically available on mm. pirate ships. The rope ladder on every pirate ship. Thank you, Sea of Thieves. Yeah, so you guys uh, all get down there just fine. And once you guys hit the floor, I need you all to make a perception check. A nine. Mm. Not the best. Lilith rolled a three. Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Eight. Eight. Everyone oh, else. nine. Okay, nine. Much better. Doesn't change your result. Now, um, the rest of you guys are, you know, kind of happy to be on the ground. This is the first time since Port Peril. Uh, so it's been a while, and, you know, your sea legs are now land legs. Um, Malagor, you get your feet into the sand, and of course, you know, the water's getting you real wet. But you're looking out towards the land, and you see, uh, you see some, some weird scarecrow-like things kind of dotting the shore, and one of them's really close to you, and it's not moving. It's, uh, doesn't make sense to you. Um, scarecrows are used to scare crows off of a farm. How far is it? This one's about maybe... I'd say 20 feet from land, maybe about 100 feet from your position. Um, you can clearly see it, and you're you're honing in on it. It doesn't look like it's moving from where you are. It looks sizable. Um, I'd say probably the size of a humanoid, but it's just not moving. You want me to describe what I'm going to do? You're going to yeah. tell your friends about it? Oh. I'm going to tell them about it, and then I'm going to run towards it. You're just going to... Well, just... maybe a slow jog. Okay, slow jog. So, you know, you're, you're, you're compressing the sand underneath you. It's kind of like a trudge through the water, and you're running, you're running, you're running. As you get closer, it becomes very clear that they aren't scarecrows for farming, and they're human bodies, and they're skewered on wooden pikes in various non-inviting poses. Um... I need you to make a history check as you get close to... Are you, how close are you getting to this one? No more than 10 feet. <laughs> okay, so you, <laughs> you're you close enough, and I'm assuming the rest of you guys are, like, following. You just see Malagor sprint off. Like, you're, you're like, what's going on, right? Well, I told them, remember? Okay. I shared yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you guys are following him, right? Yep, I'm following yeah. in the back. I have Mahim and Badger in front of me. You just see Mahim kind of, you know, kind of tense as he gets closer to the shore and he pulls his dagger. It doesn't look like he's about to attack anyone. He looks like he's trying to defend himself. Um, and uh, Badger is mumbling, getting a little bit louder. Lilith, you, you hear her. She's talking to someone. Um, but it's very short conversation. You're probably the closest to her and it seems kind of odd. Um, to me, it seems odd. Yeah. To you, even though I talk to the sea. Exactly. Yeah, even though you talk to the sea, it's like, man, this bitch is crazy. 
Um, Malagor, you get really close and you see that this is a, definitely a body. Let me show you guys this picture. Um, and it's been posed. And this is one of, now that you notice, many. And, the, you know, this pose is unique to this one. The rest of them are very, very different poses. Um, and what you don't see in the picture here is that it has a uniform still a little bit on it. You know, it's an oh, it's been sun bleached and all that stuff. But with your nature check of something that I haven't checked, okay, 11, 11, which is high enough. Um, this is a Chelish Navy uniform. It's an older version. Um, it's probably, you know, it's it's in the past decade, probably, you know, maybe two or three years old. But this humanoid is at least wearing the clothes of a Chelish Navy soldier. A warning if ever I saw one. We best tread carefully. I agree. Um, let's get to it so you guys keep approaching one more thing nick mm -hmm. um give me one second mm -hmm. take your time take your time i know i said i didn't get anything too interesting and i really didn't at level two but i do have an ability called divine sense and that allows me to sense if there are uh, any particularly good beings like celestials or any particularly evil beings like fiends or undead I'd like to see if I can sense if any of these skeletons are undead or they're truly inanimate objects. Yeah, so you you take, you know, the moment to try to discern if this thing is going to come back to life and no. It is it has and is dead. It has been dead and will remain dead. Friends, there are no undead here. These skeletons are truly dead, not to be feared. It is whoever impaled these peoples that we need to watch out for. Um, is this something that a Grindelow would do? Be a nature check. Nine? You know, it's something of a warning, I would say. It's, it's definitely a warning. Natural 20 on nature check. Definitely something that a Grindelow would do. Absolutely something that a Grindelow would do. Yes. They were intelligent intelligent enough for speech and to hatch a plan to capture our ship. So, yeah, I think they could do this. Mm -hmm. uh, so if Malagor tells me that, I'll be like, uh, so I guess it, this is a promising sign that we're on the right track. Let's proceed let's go it's so we go okay. are we on like a beach at this point yeah you guys are approaching the beach very rapidly can um, i do like uh as we get up to the beach can i do like a survival check to see if there are traces of any other people or beings that have been on this beach recently i'd let you do that but i think it might be better just to show you well i did it anyway i got 24 <laughs> Well, that 24 moves us to another map. Activate. Oh, God, you guys can see everything? Oh, no, no I don't know what no, you're talking about. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, but you guys can see your characters, right? Yeah. Okay. We're missing a couple. Uh, yes, you are missing a couple. Uh, let me see if I can just throw those guys on here. 
Uh, so we have... Man's Promise. You guys brought Badger. And you brought Mahim. Okay. So you guys are now very, very close to the shore. Um, you found yourself a little island offshoot. Um, and it's very clear that this place used to be inhabited. No, on the immediate island that you're on, little offshoot of the, uh, the shore proper of this fishing village, it looks like, um, there is what seems to be a cabin, maybe back in the day, but it's, it hasn't seen life in a while. You can tell there's dust everywhere and it's been, you know, exposed to the elements. Um, and it just doesn't look like anyone's been here for a very, very long time. Can you get the get back here, Stone? Can 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 you come back? Can you come back since you're swimming off into the darkness? Let me let me put you back here. Um, Sorry. What do you guys do? I look around the cabin for loot. Yeah. Um, no, it looks like it's not only been partially destroyed. Um, anything of value is absolutely gone. But you have a very, very clear view of the fishing village opposite of you. Um, it's not very far now, and you can see that there are uh, those statues or, like, you know, those standing corpses littered all along this, uh, this beach here. It's... Um, it's pretty clear that they're concentrated on this spot, like maybe they used to be the inhabitants. We don't see any creatures around, though? You don't see anything moving. You see, like, birds, and, like, you know, maybe the trees are rustling just a little bit like wildlife. There's a there's a pretty thick jun jungle behind this little village here. Um, but no, you don't see anything that would be super concerning. And with my survival check that I did, I don't discern if anyone has been here recently it's been a while you can discern that very very easily just by the the looks of things it's been a while since anyone's been here you what did you roll an 18 24 total oh 24 it's been at least two years since anything um any one i'll say any humanoid oh see i can't say any uh Anyone <laughs> Basically, I'm specifically looking to see, like, did Albert or Sandara hit this location? And it sounds like no. You're a little too far from the village to make that type of uh, that type. Okay. Of they didn't like walk past this island. Basically, you definitely do not see any evidence that they just walked past this island. Okay. Uh, so can we? I'd like to. Can we like st try and stealth ahead? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to roll some stealth checks? I'm, I'm down for some stealth checks. I'm always down for some stealth checks. All Those of us have to roll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. Three. Oh my god. Nineteen. Okay. Fourteen. And sixteen for stone. Okay. Cool. So, uh, let me roll stealth checks for Mahim. Uh, let's do that. Well for Mahim, and let's roll for Badger. 
11 for Badger. This is looking great. So, Captain. Captain, oh, Captain. What are you doing with these stealth checks? So, with our group, I'm coming out over here. You can see through these windows, too, just in case you're curious. So... I guess would someone like to look through the window? I'm I can look through the window. Can I see it where I'm standing? You can see through the window there, and uh, I think on your, you can actually see on your uh, foundry through that window. It looks a little more well kept than the shed that you guys saw earlier, and there is an open journal sitting on the table. There's some supplies in the back. It looks like maybe fishing supplies, but um, this looks a little bit like, you know, void of any like super enticing treasure, I would say. Captain, there's a journal there. Do you think we should go see what it says, see if we can learn anything about what's happened here? Uh, yeah, let's I don't. I think that maybe getting a little bit of history at the place would be helpful. Shall I be the one to go in? Or how, you? how about Mahim goes in? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, this isn't my type of John. You know what I mean? I don't like to you walk in. Captain Mahim. Shut it and get in. Make an intimidation check. Got that whip too. I can crack it. Can I uh, assist, assist him by uh, physically motioning Mahim <laughs> through the door? Yep, absolutely. Go ahead. How did we decide assisting? Is it just it's like a d20 and then yeah, if it's D20. over ten. It's aid. It's do they get a plus two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Malagor rolled high enough, but if you want to do it for flavor, I'm down. <laughs> oh, natural one. So. He's I like, all right, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this because uh, because you guys want me to. I'm doing it because I wanted to, and that's what I do because I'm a heme. Okay, all right. And he, he kind of walks open into the door. He's like, see, there's nothing in here. Nothing in here. And he walks back out. Go grab me the journal. What are you doing? Uh, he walks in. He walks towards the journal. He's looking. He's like, "Yeah, this is written in common. It's definitely written in common. It's a very, very common language." This he is what he it and grab it. So he goes to reach for it, and you guys see this vine come down from the ceiling, and you guys could see it. Mahim can't. He's like, all right, you want this journal? Uh, is there anything else you guys want in here? And he turns towards you, and you guys see him, and he's, like, making eye contact with you, and the vine wraps around his neck and pulls him straight up. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. You're going to leave us hanging like that? Mm, no inspiration. That's for you. <laughs> well, I guess... I guess we don't have to worry about dealing with him anymore. Stone turns around and walks away. Confidently. Hey, we stopped recording. Episodes I don't care. Open, okay? <laughs> no.
That's what happens. Hey, we have an email address. You can just email us at the1d5pod at gmail.com. That's the, the number one, the letter D, the number five, pod at gmail.com. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>